0: Hello friends and welcome to my podcast, A Gem to Remember. I am your host, Julia Christine, and I'm thrilled to be here and have you with me on this journey. A Gem to Remember was inspired by listening to many up-close true stories told by my family and friends. Each week, you'll hear one-of-a-kind interviews recalling good and difficult memories. Join us as we mine for gems from the past that reflect gleams of God's goodness onto life now. Come find hope and encouragement from brothers and sisters who testify to God's plan and help remind us that everything happens for a reason. I invite you to sit back, open your heart, and rest in knowing that there is something here for you that God wants you to find and remember. To today's episode. So glad you're here with us. We are in for a treat. We have Dan Sassola with us. He is a second year focused missionary here at UNI. Dan studied at digital media production at Eastern Michigan University before he decided to become a missionary and join us here. But he still uses his talent behind the camera to make some super cool videos for St. Stephen every once in a while. Dan leads several men here at church with his adventurous spirit his encouragement, his ability to just be real with other men. And it's been really cool to see him lead and cultivate faith of some of our men here at St. Stephen. We've been very blessed the past two years to have you here with us, Dan, and to have you on the campus. Uh, There's no doubt that you've touched lives, and I've been able to talk to some guys who speak into that as well. So Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, and I'm just really looking forward to our topic today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Julie, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so before we introduce that topic to our mm-hmm. listeners, I will just start by asking you our starter question, and that is, what is a life hack you've yeah. discovered recently or in the past that's been a game changer ever since?
1: Mm-hmm. This might be a controversial topic, but my life hack is Sockos, socks with Chacos, um, because cool. you, 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 have the, you have the freedom of wearing sandals, Chacos. Uh, And so if you want to go barefoot, you still have that same feeling, but your feet have a nice warm hug of the sock around it. So it's comfy, but also extremely functional. You can easily slide in and out of them, it's perfect.
0: Okay, that's fair. I actually mm. like that. Socks and sandals socks is like and a Sanos. big thing. Yeah. But
1: see, it's not. It's not quite socks and sandals. Oh. It's it's sacos. It's a whole another so- ball. Bo- it's a whole another ball game. That. It's like MLB compared to Little League. You know, <laughs> it, it's a whole different, whole different ball game.
0: I like it. Very mm. creative. All right, I will be putting that in the episode <laughs> description for all of y'all. Sacos. Okay. Sockos. There we go. Got it. Awesome, so today we have a very good topic for y'all. We're gonna be talking about why you're not missing out on the college experience when you choose Mm -hmm. Jesus in college. So I'm just gonna start out with kind of a a big question, a basic question, I guess. Would you say, Dan, that there's a cultural um, definition of a college Mm -hmm. experience and do you think that it's easy for college students to feel Mm -hmm. the pressure to live that out?
1: Yeah, the idea of the college experience is something that like it's definitely prevalent in our society. Um, There's no, there's no doubt about it. And like, if I were sort of to define the college experience as our society, like states it, I would sort of define it as like freedom from either parents or your home, then you have the ability to essentially, essentially become who you want to be, um, and then engage in any sort of pleasure activities, whether that's clubs, whether that's um, church activities, whether that's uh, intramural sports, whether you're on the actual like sports teams, any anything, partying, all that sort of stuff. So there's different layers of what the actual college experience actually is. Um, but I think, I mean, the stereotypical bad rap that the college experience gets is like the whole sex, drugs, rock and roll kind of vibe, which, which I don't think is as actually true. I don't think that... I don't think that that is actually what the college experience really is. Um, but like if I were to take a stab at the actual definition of like what society means when they say, "Oh yeah, like I'm, I'm just going for the college experience." It's really about that freedom to to grow, the freedom to become your own person um, outside of sort of like maybe the the pressure that people might feel from their parents or their friends. Um, yeah, having that shell broken off and yeah, becoming who they who they think they ought to be maybe.
0: Yeah, mm. I think that's good. And we really do have a lot of different avenues we can take mm-hmm. with that. I mean, it's so different for every individual mm-hmm. what that looks like and mm-hmm. what that outside pressure has looked like of, okay, when you get to college, mm-hmm. this is what you should be doing or what I expect or whether that's a parent or a friend or Absolutely. your own pressure you're putting on yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it looks a lot of different ways. but
1: Absolutely. And so like... When you, when you think about like the college experience, like the original question is like why you aren't missing out on the college experience um, when you choose Jesus in college. And so the whole like missing out on the college experience, the word these is, is I think is particularly important here because there the idea that there is a, the college experience is not true. And, and sort of just to dive into that, it's like our society sort of builds these fantasy worlds that... Like once, like in high school, it's like, okay, once I'm like away from my parents, away from their rules and everything, I don't have to do the chores anymore. I don't have to do this. Like once I get to college, life's going to be great. I can do what I want. I can stay up as late as I want. There's freedom, which is great. Like the the desire for freedom is great. We, we, we should be free. Um, but, but yeah, these these sort of fantasy lands of like, all my problems will be solved once I get to college, uh, is, is sort of an unreality. It, It is an unreality that, People just sort of fall the trap into, which is like, yeah, it's like seniors and seniors in high school are just like, oh, once I get to college, my life's gonna be so much better. And then when people are like seniors in college, they're like, oh, I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to have the picket white fences and the the suburbia family with two kids and a dog and the minivan, and it's gonna be so much great. Like like I don't have to worry about school anymore. I don't have to worry about studying. Again, it's it's a fantasy that our society promises and pushes towards that ultimately is not true. Like, life is a struggle all the time no matter what phase in life you are. So the fact that there is the one college experience that you're missing out on is ultimately, it's impossible. You can't miss out on the college experience with when you go to college because the college experience is your college experience. That make sense? Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's good, and you Mm -hmm. make it your own. So that's why I I want you to speak into too, like Mm -hmm. what did that look like for you? What was yours?
1: Yeah, so I actually, I came in with a couple, handful of credits from my high school, um, college credits I transferred over. And so I did actually did three years of college. And so my college career was more along the lines of work as much as possible Mm -hmm. uh, and just just get (laughs) through it. So I took 18 credit hours every single semester I worked 20 hours a week pretty much every single semester of college. And so, yeah, I was really just trying to get through it. And I was very focused on my work, very focused on my work. But I still had fun. Like, I, I roomed with my best friend. And, like, Nate, he's awesome. Uh, I'm his best man at his Shout wedding. Out. Exactly. Shout out to <laughs> Nate. And, yeah, we, like, we had great times. Like, I dated a girl all through college. And, like, college was super, super awesome. But I was very consumed by by this idea of, like, Having to perform, having to get through it, uh, college, and getting A's, and like coming out with as little debt as possible, and everything like that. And so, as far as the actual college experience of like the whole like stereotypical like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. my story doesn't quite match that uh, to to the degree of like what society says.
0: Yeah, and I that's. I think a lot of other people can come, and that stereotypical, I mean, experience, although that's what people think about when they hear that Mm -hmm. word, I mean, you can still be preoccupied in college with things that aren't necessarily healthy for you, and I think yours is just another example of that. Absolutely. So I'm glad that you say that, because every person might not be listening to this and think, well, I don't really struggle with the college experience, Mm -hmm. but... I am obsessed with, like, making sure I make mm-hmm. enough money for this mm-hmm. or that. And so I'm glad you shared that because yeah. that's important too. Yeah, exactly. It's like
1: <laughs> lies in the middle. It's like, it's either, it's either like, oh, you're not doing your schoolwork or you're doing way too much schoolwork. And there there there's there's a fine line and, like, I fall more towards the line of, like, working way too much in my college experience. So, like, yeah, i be able to share that to people probably listening who also have that experience. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's a reality. You know?
0: Thank you. Mm. Yeah. So I, I do want to ask a question that mm-hmm. kind of speaks into people who really do struggle with maybe that party culture, mm-hmm. um, getting into whatever it may be in college. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we look at the counter objection that we sometimes hear from these people that we love who just, you know, say, God's mercy. He's going to cover all that. You mm-hmm. know, he forgives that after I'm done with college and that this mm-hmm. phase that I'm in is over this college mm-hmm. experience. Um, he'll forgive that. How, how can we counter and speak into that?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a very good question. Of like, people fall in the mentality of like, okay, college is typically four years. Let's let's pack as much pleasure as possible into it. Let's pack all the irresponsibilities right now, so that I can blame it on, oh, I was in college. I was dumb back then. And and then like when you're in the real world where you actually have a job, that some of the activities, yeah, you could get fired for, mm-hmm. um, and actually have consequences uh, that you might not have uh, or might at least harder to get caught in college i would say mm-hmm. um yeah the whole the whole mentality of 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 like saving it for later saving the faith for later mm-hmm. i think is a very dangerous one we're, we're not guaranteed tomorrow every day is a gift you have to treat it like that mm-hmm. not so much like live every day like it's your last saint augustine said uh treat your body as if you would live forever and treat your soul as if you would die tomorrow it's kind of hard to think about uh and you, most people don't want to think about it but like what happens like if someone goes across the median, and like you don't wake up tomorrow, or, like you get in a car accident, that you weren't planning on, because you like, you thought tomorrow was 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 going to happen, you thought tonight was going to happen, like we're not we're never guaranteed it, and so it's not like, I'm not trying to say like live as like scrupulous, mm-hmm. but but people who are pushing off their faith till later, if you were, uh, yeah, if you were going to be called back into heaven today, like would you be prepared? Yeah. And, and I think it's a reality that we have to face, and it's like not something we should dwell on. Like we shouldn't be constantly thinking about death, because that's not that's not no. what we want yeah. to do at all. Yeah. But there's so much about about your relationship with Jesus that affects your entire life, mm. and it's because of, like when we draw closer to Christ, we allow His love to enter into our life. Like He's always constantly trying to give it to us through the people in our lives, through our time in prayer, through the sacraments and it's ultimately us in the barriers we put up in our hearts ultimately rejects it and so when we when we spend time with him in prayer when we we receive the sacraments the grace is given to break down those barriers and jesus breaks those barriers for us Mm -hmm. and so when we make our faith our own right now we're more able to actually love the people around us i mean when you think about it it's like okay. I, I love my family. I love my family. I love my friends. And I want to love them as best as possible. But if if I'm stuck in, like, a poor lifestyle where I'm constantly, like, stressed out about something or have something looming over my head, I'm not as free to love them as I should. Mm-hmm. But when you're in love with Christ, who is love itself, mm-hmm. you have you literally have no other option other than to exude love to other people around you because you're allowing christ to work through you and so it putting off that of like it's not just the choices that you're making right now of like oh, i don't want to do this because it's like i'm trying to make as much pleasure or, or have, a, have a good t- enough time mm-hmm. in college as, as i can before my four years are up it's it's sort of future-proofing it in a way wow. it's it's preparing not only your heart for Christ right now, but also how your your ability to share Christ with other people down the, down the line. It's like, okay, yeah. white, white picket fence story again. Yeah. Stereotypical after college. You want to be as free to love your wife, to love your husband, to love your kids as much as possible. Mm-hmm. If you're not working on that right now, then, you're, then they're actually going to feel like the, the effects of you not working on it right now. And so... Like, obviously, Jesus can work miracles. And so maybe it's not going to be that way. But but there there is merit to saying, yeah, like, I want to love people around me as best as possible. And the only way to do that and the best way to do that is through my relationship with Christ first.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. You can only give what you have. Right? Exactly. And that's like, as you're speaking, I'm just like, you can't live out of love if you are not in relationship with mm-hmm. love itself. You mm-hmm. can't. You can't pour from a place that's empty. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I just totally agree with everything you're saying. I think it's so enlightening for people our age because we do become fixated from pressures, Mm -hmm. honestly, that are surrounding us with, oh, you know, you should just do these things. It'll be fine. There's a certain time that these kind of things are better or um, that you can take up your faith. And it's just it's never too early. Mm -hmm. And I I wish and I pray and I hope that people know that and see that. Why wouldn't you want to get to know Jesus Mm -hmm. right now? And I think that that word freedom, too, comes back into play is that, like, freedom is a big piece of Mm -hmm. going to college, right? Mm -hmm. And what does that freedom actually look like Mm -hmm. when you're living the college experience? Are you going to bed at night feeling like you are indeed free? Or Mm -hmm. are you feeling enslaved to these things? Are you feeling like, oh, I'm actually going to bed empty tonight Mm -hmm. after all these things that claim Mm -hmm. to make me feel free? Um, But no, like, as you speak, Jesus is that. Person, that relationship, that part of our life that actually enters us into freedom, and so I don't know. I think that 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 can be your college experience, that can be your life. I mean, mm-hmm. having faith and getting mm-hmm. to know Jesus is just such a, a broad part of a, um, who we are, right? Absolutely. So, I, yeah, I think that's all beautiful, and I really appreciate you just sharing that with <laughs> with our listeners. It's a lot of wisdom. So, uh, I do want to look at if we're considering somebody who is choosing that right mm-hmm. now, choosing to grow their yep. faith getting involved, um, doing all these things, but they might have friends who are not and aren't doing this. How can they be a witness to those people? Like you're saying, how can yeah. we love those people well, um, yeah. while maybe also still facing those temptations, be surrounded by Absolutely. that, oh, you need to do this?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, how do you, like, how do you love the people well uh, yeah. Who, yeah, who, like, who are living in sin yeah. when you're trying not to, when you're trying to go in holiness? It's like, yeah. you just love them. You don't not love someone because they're stuck in sin. I mean, that's the last thing you should do. If you know your friends are stuck in sin, the best thing you can do is be a witness. And that's literally just as simple as making the sign of the cross and praying before meals or like offering a rosary up for them or, or taking them 15 minutes before you go to bed and, and offering up that time um, of praying for them, saying, hey, I know this person is, is struggling with, um, yeah, the party culture right now. And like, I know they're seeking you, Lord. Help them. Help them to know that that what they're looking for, what they're longing for, in, in the party culture, um, is actually you. Mm-hmm. And so, just offering up and praying for them. Prayer, prayer united with uh, sacrifice and fasting is the most powerful thing in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think uh, Reverend or uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen said that. But if not someone other, great great saint or saint <laughs> in the making said it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, praying for them is 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 key. But as far as like living as a witness, like some is it's, it's like okay you're going out to drink with your friends like there's you should have a designated driver be that designated driver and then be accountable saying hey like maybe not have one more drink you know it's just like encouraging good behavior shouldn't cause fear in you like even though it does we're human but loving like loving your friends and like having a great time especially if they're actually if they're legal uh of drinking like drinks are great like having having one is great you know it's awesome um but yeah, like being that accountability for them and just saying, hey, I'm going to drive tonight and not engaging the activity. Um, and sort of just sort of just watching over them, making sure that they're all right. Maybe they, they have free will. They're going to choose to have as many drinks as they want. Mm-hmm. But your way of loving them, making sure that they're getting home safe um, yeah. and not going home with a stranger or something like that and, and watching out for them. That's that's just. It's, it's a way of loving them yeah. that is not like completely like, Oh, don't have that drink. Like, like super blatant. But yeah, just like, just like the little ways of, of doing things like that.
0: Yeah. And I even, I want to say quick too, just because I think this is something I've experienced is don't let that, you know, call it to be a witness to them, mm-hmm. be a pressure that you think is your responsibility, but mm-hmm. rather like, a gift that Jesus calls you to to mm-hmm. just share in that with Him. I think that I have to call on Jesus a lot when those kind of things come up in those situations. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling tired today, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just not be a witness to you? Can I just go in my room and pretend I don't see it? And He goes, He's calls you deeper. He's mm-hmm. going to call you to something greater. He always does. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that you're not drawing from your own strength for that, you're mm-hmm. not, um, you can't, um, mm-hmm. but you have to to draw from his and, and call on him to be that and give you the strength to be a witness and so mm-hmm. I just want to speak into that to my friends who also are in those places uh, draw on Jesus because mm-hmm. yeah you are weak and you'll be tired and you'll want to just turn away but um, he calls yeah. you to to greater
1: absolutely and I think one more thing with that it's yeah, like the whole idea of like 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 sort of watching over the friends like when they're going out drinking or doing whatever mm-hmm. it's like it, it can't be from a place of like oh I'm holier than them mm-hmm. and silent like Subconsciously judging them, it's like no, like I actually care about these people, and yes. I care about their safety. I care about their lives because their lives are a gift to me, um, because Christ resides in them, uh, even if they're not practicing. Um, I think that's I think that's really really important, um, and, it's like, and it's like for people who like are living in in uh, living a life that's stereotypical to the co- the college culture, it's like the Lord the Lord makes straight with crooked lines, Ooh. the Lord the Lord like. We're not perfect. We we go in and out, in and out of the trail that we're supposed to be on, and it's the Lord that pulls us back into it at our, from our hearts. He's the one that He's the one that like tugs at our friends, uh, friend, and set, who invites us to go to primetime or invites us to go to adoration, or or even confession. Um, God works through the people in our lives. He also He also tugs at our hearts. So like, yeah, like if we are living in a in a state of sin, in a state of um, Of the stereotypical culture of college that tug at your heart of like maybe I should go back to mass Mm -hmm. like that's of the Lord and he just he he so badly wants to love you even if you think you're unworthy to love yeah
0: yeah I'm so so glad you said that Mm -hmm. I needed to hear that Dan Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people did too so Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that Okay, I will follow up with the last question I ask everyone for this podcast. How does God's goodness come through our conversation today, leaving mm-hmm. you and our listeners with a gem to remember?
1: I mean God's goodness is all around us, uh, even in college. Like college is a very, very good place. It's has the potential for most of the time it most of the time it breeds your the friends that you hang out with for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It is a very, very good thing. Many people meet their spouses in college and so People who are listening to this and are coming into college, maybe they're a senior in high school, can see this as like, okay, like you don't have to be afraid of college. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not this big scary place that's full of sin and it's, and it's just like you should avoid it because the college these days is like crazy out of proportions. (laughs) Um, The college is, college is a good place and college is what you make it if you truly desire authentic friendship, if you truly desire to come to know the Lord, I guarantee you at every single university in this country, and hopefully around the world, uh, Mm -hmm. there's a place for you. And if you are having those fears, it's just trusting the Lord. Mm -hmm. The Lord knew you before the universe was created. And he loved you before the universe was created. He knew exactly what you needed and exactly what you wanted before the universe was created. And so, he also infinitely and perfectly loves you so if he knows he knows you perfectly and he loves you perfectly trusting him that he will provide the people in your life the opportunities in your life in college so that you can grow closer to him so that you can help other people come closer to him it's he, he's gonna provide it's just trusting the Lord in his providence and his goodness and just leaning on him in times of struggle in times of fear of shame of guilt of of pain and sadness so that not only you but the people around you can come to know him joy happiness goodness true and beauty
0: wow there's that encouragement and that realness that i told our listeners about coming through dan when you speak so thank you so much for those words of wisdom to just speak them into my heart and everybody that will listen it means so much to have you on the podcast and i really appreciate you taking time
1: so thanks a lot you're very welcome Julie.
0: From the bottom of my heart, I want you to know that it truly means a lot to have you along with me on this journey of a gem to remember. This would not be possible without the love and support of my family and friends or you, the listeners. Follow my Instagram page at a gem to remember for more information and updates on the podcast and its featured guests. Come back next week and tune in again for another gem. Until then, God bless.